we build our most sacred relationships on the battleground where evolved appetites clash with the romantic mythology of monogamous marriage. As Andrew J. Sherlin recounts in The Marriage Go Round, This unresolved conflict between what we are and what many wish we were results in a, quote, great turbulence in American family life. A family flux, a coming and going of partners on a scale seen nowhere else, unquote. Sherlin's research shows that, quote, there are more partners in the personal life of Americans than in the lives of people of any other Western country, unquote. But we rarely dare to confront the contradictions at the heart of our mistaken ideal of marriage. Head on. And if we do, during a routine discussion of yet another long-married politician caught with his pants down, comedian-slash-social critique Bill Maher asked the guests on his TV show to consider the unspoken reality underlying many of these situations. Quote, When a man's been married 20 years, Maher said, he doesn't want to have sex, or his wife doesn't want to have sex with him. Whatever it is, what is the right answer? I mean, I know he's bad for cheating, but what's the right answer? Is it to just suck it up and live the rest of your life passionless and imagine somebody else when you're having sex with your wife the three days a year that you do have sex? After an extended awkward silence, one of Mayer's panelists eventually suggested the right answer is to get out of the relationship. Move on. I mean, you're an adult. Another agreed, noting, Divorce is legal in this country. The third normally outspoken journalist, P.J. O'Rourke, just looked down at his shoes and said nothing. Move on. Really? Is abandonment of one's family the adult option? For dealing with the inherent conflict between socially sanctioned romantic ideals and the inconvenient truths of sexual passion. Darwin's sense of the coy female wasn't based only on his Victorian assumptions. In addition to natural selection, he proposed a second mechanism for evolutionary change, sexual selection. The central premise of sexual selection is that in most mammals, the female has a much higher investment in offsprings than does the male. She's stuck with gestation, lactation, and extended nurturing of the young. Because of this inequality and unavoidable sacrifice, Darwin reasoned she is the more hesitant participant, needing to be convinced it's a good idea while the male, with his slam-bam, thank you ma'am, approach to reproduction is eager to do the convincing. 
Evolutionary psychology is founded in the belief that male and female approaches to mating have intrinsically conflicted agendas. The selection of the winning bachelor typically involves male competition. Rams slamming their heads together, peacocks dragging around colorful, predator-attracting tails, men bearing expensive gifts and vowing eternal love over candlelight. Darwin saw sexual selection as a struggle between males for sexual access to passive, fertile females who would submit to the victor. Given the competitive context his theories assume, he believed, quote, promiscuous intercourse is a state of nature to be extremely improbable, but at least one of Darwin's contemporaries disagreed. Lewis Henry Morgan To white people, he was known as Lewis Henry Morgan, 1818 to 1881, a railroad lawyer with a fascination for scholarship and the ways in which societies organized themselves. The Seneca tribe of the Iroquois nations adopted Megan, rather Morgan, as an adult, giving him the name Tayadawuku, which means bridging the gap. 